Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Mercer County Podcast Club. My name is Rusty Ruggles. I am the advisor for the Mercer County Podcasting Club, and we are back for 2022 in January, and this is our January episode. On our episode this month, we have Hunter, Sid Stockham, and Sydney Quam, and they're talking in student talk about their wonderful Christmas breaks and maybe some snow issues and things like that, and maybe some college things and what they're doing in the future or whatever. And we are excited to have Griffin Kernan back. Griffin Kernan will be interviewed by myself. He went to Grinnell College this year, and so we're going to catch up with Griffin, such an important part of our podcasting club last year, and see what he's up to and how his first semester went. And then lastly, we have Miles Showalter interviewing Isaiah Earl. Isaiah is a senior and a musician here at the high school, and they have a band that they've put together called Bonafide Vagabonds, and they're going to give you information about that, talk about their... Uh, fun things that they do with the band and all that good stuff. And we hope you enjoy it. So please stick around for the rest of the podcast. Hey, everybody. This is the, I, I was trying to think of the number of episode that this is, but this is our first episode of 2022. This is student talk for January episode with me. I have Sid Stockham. Hello. Sydney Quam. Hi. Monica McKnight. <laughs> Hi. And then remote at home, we have Hunter Smith. Hello. Hunter, how are you feeling? Are you okay? Uh, I feel just fine. Um, yeah, nothing really changed. I still taste smell everything was it like a close contact thing or what yeah it was a close contact and i tested negative yesterday but they still have to quarantine me yeah when can you come back monday all right well we'll see you on well monday we don't have any school yeah well, you, you mm-hmm. can come do you have musical rehearsal yeah we have bloody monday from 10 to 6 oh my gosh we get uh, dinner. Yes. In the middle of the day, like a lunch dinner. Oh, that's kind of cool. You get a lot knocked out then. Get mm-hmm. hopefully learn. How is that going so far? I know that both Sydney's and Monica are involved in Hunter. So how's yeah. nine to five going? It's going good. I think it's a slow rolling, but it's getting there. Yeah. Just in the beginning. Mm-hmm. It's just hard because we have a lot of people missing right now. Yeah. Well, some people yeah. take trips and things like that, so you don't have everybody there. Yeah, you know that you really know. works when the first, you know, one of the leads are gone for the first two rehearsals. You know. Sydney Quam, where have you been exactly? Uh, well, I went to Mexico for five days. Uh, we went to. W- were you quarantined there? Is that the five days? No. No. But you had fun, right? Yeah. Good for we you. We went to Rivera Maya, I think. It's a all inclusive resort down there by Cancun. And it was fun. We just sat by the pool and uh, it was fun. Oh, what's that? Oh, that's my kid calling. Hold yeah, on. We knew that. I know we knew. knew Hunter, you're still there, aren't you? Yeah. Okay, sorry. We had to we had to take a test to leave Mexico and it was like perfect timing because we all tested negative, but I think if it would have been like a little bit later, we all would have had COVID because everybody's catching it right now. Yeah. It really is going around. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you know what's interesting about this time around is that you know, they've changed the quarantine levels. Yeah. yeah. And I honestly think I had it over break. But mm-hmm. I didn't test just because I was at home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't. And I think that anybody with any kind of cold is going to test positive for it. Or, or I don't yeah. know. It's hard telling. I mean, my wife tested positive and I was in the same house with her and tested negative. I don't get it. So. Yeah, I was kind of in the same boat during Christmas break. I was around someone and, you know, they stayed the night at my house. And uh, my friend, my other friend that was stayed the night tested positive, but I didn't test positive. And I tested three times. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be over anytime soon, kids. No, it's We're not. going to take it through the whole second semester, mm-hmm. but it's going to be yeah. fun. And it caused for a lot of uh, flight problems, too. And so our flight home from Mexico got canceled. Oh, no. Yeah, we were supposed Shucks. to leave at like one twenty, and we didn't get, we had to book a new flight. And so we didn't get home until about 3 a.m. Because oh. we had to fly to North Carolina and then to Chicago and then drive home from Chicago. Yeah, sorry, I had the mute button on. I had to cough. Um, traveling is difficult sometimes, yeah. and I don't travel like that very often, maybe once or twice a year, but when I do, I think about people that do it every week. 
Mm-hmm. You know, this is a part mm-hmm. of their job. Would you like that, Monica? Would you think I, that would be your cup of tea? I don't think so. Like traveling is kind of hard sometimes. I love traveling. You, you I could like, do it really like, easily. I, I like traveling. It's just flying. Like I don't get freaked out like on the flight. It's like getting through TSA and stuff. It's stressful. Yes, it's stressful. Yeah. No, I'm with you. But like yeah, I don't like, know where I, to go. Like, like, is this the right way to go? I'm in the right mm-hmm. line. I'm not. I don't want to wait in another line. You know, because mm-hmm. packing freaks me out with all my supplies and stuff. And like my pump can't go through like the thingy, so I have to get it hand checked. Because it, like, erases it all. All the stuff. Oh, no kidding? Like, yeah. The first time, I think, like, my doctor specifically said that I can't, like, go through TSA with my pump because it, like, erases the memory or whatever. Do you travel much, Hunter? Uh, No, I can't say I do. We travel once a a year in the summer, but we we don't travel very much, especially with this summer, moving and all that stuff. That took up most of our time. Yeah. Let's talk about snow. Mm. Not a fan? No. Sid Stockham says no. It's just because I have to drive in it, and they don't plow seat and blacktop until like 10 o'clock at night. So I'm stuck in my house or have to drive through unplowed snow, and there's always a semi that kicks up snow on my car, and I'm just going <laughs> to end up in the ditch, so I just stay home. Oh, I thought you were going to say you just drive your car to the ditch and leave it there. <laughs> no. <laughs> I like it when it's snowing. And it's it is pretty, snow. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then I like to eat the snow, but <laughs> <laughs> I don't like the snow right now where it's just icy snow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, I went sledding, but that was about it. Do you have a nice hill behind your house? Yeah, to we use? Ha- yeah, well, yeah. We have like a bunch of hills. Like we have like the hill right behind your our house, house. Is, like on a hill. Yeah, because like <laughs> the it was, house like, on the hill. Yeah, <laughs> but then we have like another hill that we used to use for sledding all the time. <laughs> Hunter, are you a snow fan? Um, yeah, I like, I like some aspects of it, but you know, I'm not a big cold person. Like I could deal with the cold a lot better than some people can, but I just don't like it when it gets like in your boots and all that stuff. It's yeah, just that's not the fun. Worst. It is wet socks drive me crazy Ooh, and it's there's, it will ruin my day. Mm-hmm. There's someone, oh. that, there's someone that works at the Y that wears socks in the pool. Like in the pool area. <gasps> mm. So like their socks are wet all the time? I don't know, but don't they, know. Wear, oh. they wear socks. They wear socks while they work. And it bothers me. It bothers both of us. Yeah. Well, I understand maybe Probably sleep those people that don't want to get stuff on their bare feet, but still wet socks is a terrible, terrible thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like when people walk into my house, and this doesn't happen very often, but when they just have their boots on still from outside and just walk into my uh-huh. house. And I look at them. I'm like, are you crazy? Yeah. Get your boots off. You're tracking the stuff and I'm going to step in it now. I know it's yeah. just water and maybe a little dirt, but come on. But the worst is when you're wearing your boots and your sock comes off in your boot. And yes. so yes. you got like a half on well, sock. Mm-hmm. Just think people in Texas don't know these problems. Well, they did they, a couple years ago. Yeah, that, when they true. had that power outage and everything. That's true. But we don't have to check our boots for scorpions, I guess. No, we <laughs> don't. That's a good thing. <laughs> um, what are we looking forward to in second semester? Like, There's a lot. Yeah. What mm-hmm. are you looking forward to? Like the musical, the musical? I guess. Prom. Yeah. Graduation. I'm going to oh, get yeah. out of here. Oh, come on. Oh, yeah. And uh, we're going to have her as a guest, and she's going to go, I wish I was back in I'll high be, school. I'll no. be sad for, like, one day, but yeah. I cannot wait to be done with school. Yeah. Okay. I think I'm in the same, I feel the same way. Mm-hmm. Now, Hunter's just a junior, so he's he's stuck with me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good answer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I look back, like, today, Chris Berglund was subbing. Yeah. And I taught both of her children. And I'm like, oh, how are the kids doing, you know? She's like, yeah, you know, Erica's going to turn 30. And I'm like, what? Yeah. And it just seems like yesterday mm-hmm. that those kids were here. Yeah. And it makes me feel so old. So your time will fly, kids. Yeah. I'm not kidding you. I mean, it just, and being an adult isn't all what it's cracked up to be. Because mm-hmm. you have bills and you have responsibilities and things like that. You know? Mm-hmm. What are you laughing about? Because we were talking about this earlier today. You and me? In class, you're like, what are you going to do when you get older? Oh, we did. And you yeah. said. <laughs> I'll just pay my bills and cry myself to sleep. That's what I said. Well, that sounds like a good bills, future. Bills, bills, bills. There's lots of ways you can get money. 
Yeah. Um, oh, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me who's moving south then right away if we just got done talking about snow and who's going to mm, be out of here. I wouldn't like just I wouldn't just move south. I'm not I don't know if I'd be that. Per- I mean, if I had a lot of money, it'd be fun to move back and forth. Right. Hunter, you think you might? I don't think I'd be able to move out of the Midwest. Like, I wouldn't want to stay in Illinois my whole life, but, you know, the Midwest is what I know and it's what I like. And, you know, with the hunting and all that stuff and my family, yeah. it, I don't know how I'd ever be able to move out of here. Like, all the colleges I've applied to are in the Midwest. So I'm not, like, even mm-hmm. really, I'm just staying in the Midwest. Yeah. So, yeah. And those are decisions that are going to have to be made here soon, too. Yeah. I mean, that's stressful. Before, I don't like thinking yeah. about it. Well, some people are like, I can't wait to get out of this town. But, but I, you I'm just not. said that. No, no, no. Can't no. wait to graduate. Oh. Not can't yeah. wait to get out of the town. Oh. To no. graduate. No, they just like trash on the town. But I just, yeah. I'm, I don't really know yet. I think Alito's a great town. I mean, I raised my kid here. You know, I think it's awesome. But everybody's got their own thing. Yeah. Right? I mean, if you're looking for a ton of stuff to do, maybe it's not your cup of tea. Go, yeah. sit in the go Walmart to Walmart. Mod. That's, That's what, what we, do. we do. We sit in the I know. Walmart parking lot. So, you have decided on a college, Sid Quam? Yeah, I think. Well, I did. I don't really know what I want to do yet. So, I think I'm gonna, just going to go to Blackhawk because because of my fine. Yep. ranking, I can go there for free. And I've already taken a lot of classes. I think I'll be able to get it done in a year, maybe instead of two. Okay, Monica, you still haven't decided. Yeah, I have three colleges that I've applied to. Two. One is St. Ambrose, the other one is University of Iowa, and then Butler over in Indianapolis. And then you you got it between two, I don't have you? it between St. Ambrose and Carthage, which I'm leaning towards Carthage, like, way more than St. Ambrose. So let's, Hunter's on the phone with us, and he's a junior. What advice can you give Hunter as a junior now with that stuff, okay. now looking back that you have went through that kind of, I mean. Apply early, like yeah. really early so you can get a bunch of colleges and then go on visits. Did you go to college visits during your school? Junior year? No, because no. of COVID. So oh, like, that's you right. couldn't go on visits. Do you so. wish you would have? Yeah, I really wish I would have started my I, junior yeah. year. I had no idea last year, and so I was just taking it slow. Because I went, I've only been to Blackhawk, and then I had like an unofficial tour of Bradley. But, uh... <laughs> well, this is bad radio when you're laughing. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but my mom still thinks I should go to... St. Ambrose and get a tour. <laughs> She's mouthing stuff to me across the way. Well, wait, her mask is on. We'll explain it later. Okay, yeah. Good uh, My mom still thinks that I should get a tour of St. Ambrose, though, because they work with Blackhawk. Okay. Um, so there's good advice there, Hunter, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I've been doing a little bit of looking at colleges, and there's actually um, one school at the conservatory for musical are it's in Amda in New York and I kind of phoned with them a little bit and I have been thinking about applying there and seeing what I could do and auditioning for it because musical theater is something I would like to pursue that's one of your deals right yep yeah yeah that's good pizza pizza I'm switching that's a sharp change it is Monica had pizza for lunch yeah pizza for lunch are any of you on the f- on the phone or here with me? Do you limit yourself to the type of pizza that you will eat? No, no. Mm-mm. Like, are you no. a cheese only, Sydney Kwam? No, I'm not a cheese only, but I don't like the taco, the super fancy pizzas. I only what? What? You don't like taco pizza? No. It's well, you too don't like tacos stuff. in general, so that also helps. I don't know how you're going to get through life, girl. I love taco <laughs> pizza. I've made I it love, this far. Yes, taco <laughs> pizza. <laughs> The thing I don't like about taco pizza is you get a nice bite and all that stuff, and then you it's bite messy. down onto like the juiciest, grossest tomato that has ever existed. <laughs> so <laughs> when, the chip, when the chips get soggy, oh. I hate that. The next day, taco pizza. Yeah, you don't eat taco uh-uh. pizza left over. No, you you better mm-hmm. be. You gotta, or you take the chips off and then you put well, it in the gotta, microwave. You see, the way to do it is ask for the chips on the side and then put some on. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to worry about just picking them off. And so you don't have to worry about the, you can't tell if it's chip or a lettuce. Yeah. <laughs> I, have, <laughs> I have been in the mood for a cheap pizza overload, you know, like, like little Caesar's pizza mm. or little, Casey's is kind of on that 
or Domino's Mm -hmm. or just ordering like $25 worth of that pizza and eating it all, Mm -hmm. you know, or Pizza Hut, I guess, is like that now. Like, do you see that commercial where they've got the drawers of pizza and then the cinnamon rolls are in there and the Mm -hmm. breadsticks? And they have make dip now with like garlic twists and you Mm -hmm. can get like Alfredo or whatever to dip it in. That's it's so good. I, it's probably not good for you. No, but it's good. <laughs> no. It's good food. But it tastes all, all, good. The, all the good things in life aren't good for you. Exactly. I'm mm-hmm. having an issue with sugar. <laughs> and I am Mask addicted Monica. to sugar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I need a pump like Monica. You got to do the drums. The... No. Oh, wait. It's not turned up. Hold on. It's not there. We need to talk about this music, too. Yeah. We've forgotten about that. Okay, hold on. Ladies and gentlemen... I spent some time and downloaded some new music for <laughs> our fans. So listen, here's this one. With a little vibe to it. Here's this one. Yeah. Here's this one. Oh. Oh. One, two, three, four. That's called Monica. <laughs> Here's this one. That's a little country hokey yeah. go. What do you think about that one, Hunter? No? Sydney, you can't say that. Well, they're all good. Okay, here's this one. There's one more. This is my Going favorite. Going on a dirt road. <laughs> <laughs> I think Sydney's heard this one before. Come to Home Depot. <laughs> they do sound like commercial I, tags. I, I, feel, yeah, I feel like I'm watching a Ford commercial right here. Oh, yeah, the Ford. What does Ford yeah. use? Like a rock? No. They used like that one. Oh, yeah. No, no. Yeah. Makes me want to buy a truck. <laughs> mm. <laughs> oh, boy. Could you see yourself in a truck? I could not see Ruggles in a truck. <laughs> I used to have an S10. What? Yeah. An S10 truck a long time ago, and then I wrecked it. Now you drive a grandma car. Now, that is not true. We're going to get in a fight. I drive that car. I drive the grandma same car. car. It is not. Mommy missile. Hunter, do you think my car is a grandma car? Uh, no comment. You. <laughs> it's either a grandma car or a mommy missile. No, I, I, no, no, no. Those are for the big SUVs. I've seen so many old ladies drive the same car as me, and I have no shame. I like, like my okay. car. Your argument is two little oh, yeah. red stripes on your tires. <laughs> Go ahead, Hunter. I, I'd say uh, you got you got a nice car. It's just a just kind of a mom car. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it was practical and a good deal. And it's sporty because it has red on the rims. <laughs> you no, sound like a mom. Sporty. <laughs> sporty. Okay, well. You went to the dealership. Ooh, it's sporty. Yeah. Very funny. Like, I, like every. <laughs> <laughs> then you, Ruggles pulls up with my sunroof. Ford F-150. My bald spot. Yeah. Oh. flowing in the wind. Yeah. <laughs> what did he say, flowing in the wind? What'd you say? Your bald spot flowing in the Yes, <laughs> okay, that's what I thought you said. Uh-huh. All right. Um, I think this kind of concludes what we're doing. And so time flies when you're having fun. Mm-hmm. That's what my mom always told me. And it's happened once again. <laughs> so we want to thank all of you for being here. Hunter, we hope you get back soon, okay? Okay. And Sid Stockham, thank you. <laughs> that's her answer Sydney Quam thanks for being here yep um, I'm sure that you'll give me your present from your trip after we're done oh yeah and Monica I hope that you're nicer to me tomorrow all right than you were today Bye. okay <laughs> goodbye everybody New music for a new year, 2022. And ladies and gentlemen, we've got one of our old podcasters with us. Everybody, welcome back. Griffin Kernan. Griffin, how are you? Um, I'm fine, Mr. Ruggles. It's good to be back. Yes, he's back on the pod, as Griffin used to say. Now, Griffin, you took off and went to Grinnell for the fall, didn't you? Yes, I did. And how is everything going with you? Well, everything's going great. Um, I actually love my classes there. I just took... um, um, political science, sociology, Arabic, and um, a tutorial class about St. George last semester. You took it was Arabic? A really fun semester. 
Uh, yeah, I did take Arabic. How was that? Very hard. Um, Arabic <laughs> is a beautiful but difficult language to master. I bet. So you got to come back for break and you enjoyed the holidays with your family. Tell me, what was um, what was one of the hardest things to get over going to college? Like, were you homesick or how did that go? Well, one of the hardest parts of college um, for this first semester was actually getting out and meeting new people. Right. Um, during the pandemic, we didn't really have as many social activities as you might expect during like orientation or uh, anything. Mm-hmm. And as a result, um, kind of felt um, there were times on the campus where I felt really isolated between all my jobs on campus and um, doing schoolwork and not really having the um, the kind of um, parties or get-togethers or clubs you might have in a regular year. Um, so that's been a little bit isolating on campus, but hopefully next semester it gets better. Um, Omicron uh, variant is kind of putting the um, admin on high alert for um, masking protocols, but we're hoping that once springtime comes, we can start getting some normal back. Has Grinnell said anything about the first two weeks of school? Um, they have, and they um, changed their masking policy. We used to be able to wear um, like any kind of cloth masks, but they're now providing us free N95 masks, um, and we're expected to wear those instead. Okay. And we're all expected to receive our booster shots soon. Right. Okay. Well, you mentioned the jobs that you had on campus. What did you do? Just get like three or four jobs as well as all the schoolwork that you had? Yeah. So I worked, um, as a football manager and I also, and as, and I was, as I was working as a football manager, when my job was mainly to um, film practices, I ended up getting more responsibilities. Like eventually I was in charge of gear inspection. Eventually I was in charge of, um, of running practices. Like um, they called it a field marshal. I had to keep the coaches on schedule. And then by the end of the season, they were taking me along on games to kind of help on the sidelines. That sounds like a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Um, Took up the, time uh, though, I bet. You know, it's time-consuming as well. Yeah, it is time-consuming. Um, uh, however, not as time-consuming as you'd expect. I didn't work every single day. Um, I only worked on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays, and then we had games on Saturdays. Hmm. Um, however, um, even though it wasn't like a every-single-day job, it still took up quite a bit of time, and I had to figure out how to balance some of the more challenging schoolwork with uh, the responsibility that comes with the job. Right. Right. Well, that's really neat. Sounds like you got like you didn't have any problems with getting involved. Um, so, um, not really. Yeah, no. Um, talk about workload from homework. The difference between high school and college of workload. Um, most colleges, because Grinnell is a very um, academically elite school, but the workload is insanely difficult. I'm not going to lie here. Um, I was re- I regularly had, um, like 10, 12 hours of homework every two days, um, from all my classes. I, I believe they told us at orientation that for every one hour you spend in class, you should expect to have at least three or four hours of homework. Um, and it's, I, I'm telling you, I, I took quite a few all nighters and, and not because I didn't like, um, and I don't know because I mismanaged my time it's because right. I just had that much to do. So how do how do you fare after an all nighter? <laughs> oh, terribly. Yeah. So um, you... usually like, fortunately for me, I had at least on most days, I had a huge gap between my morning classes because I had 8am classes through 11am. And then I had a big gap of time between 11am and my next class at 3pm on yeah. at least most days. So I usually took advantage of that gap in time to like catch up on some sleep if I need it. And then get back to the library or like my dorm or somewhere else on campus at like four or five to finish up studying. I think that's a big thing for high school kids to think about is that, you know, you've got a different schedule, you know, in college than you do in your high school career. Cause you just go basically eight to three and then you have your extracurriculars where in college you might have a break in the middle of the day where you can try to do something constructive with it, you know? Yeah. I don't want to scare people um, with right. uh, horror stories of, um, some things of uh, like uh, like that because I mean Grinnell is I knew that I was signing up for when I went to a school like this, um, but I will say that most colleges are not this intensive. But you're glad you're there and you're enjoying what you're doing. Yeah, absolutely. I can't believe the, the sheer amount of new things I learned just this last semester alone. Like I can't actually like start to piece together exactly just 
how much I've learned in this, this, this semester alone. It feels like I've learned more in this last semester than I have in a very long time. And I'm really happy to be here. That's good. So now second semester starts and what type of classes are on your schedule for second semester? So I'm taking a, um, a 300 level sociology course next semester. It's a special topic, um, about, um, about, um, how animals and non-human, um, creatures interact with, um, societal models, uh, and, and, uh, and the social structures and, in, in, uh, in, in, uh, in, um, society. Okay. Like it's called animals and society and the class is about, um, it's taught by one of our, by the department head here and, uh, of sociology. And it basically, um, goes over the role of like pets, farm animals, beasts of burden, uh, wild animals, and all sorts of, um, fauna play in how we construct our, um, our interpretations of what it means to be and not to be a sentient sentient. So it sounds like you got a good hold of that one already. Yep. That class. <laughs> I'm also taking some intro classes. Like I'm taking uh, intro to philosophy, um, taking another Arabic class next semester. And I'm also taking, um, um, intro to pluralistic education. Okay. Well, that sounds like a full boat. Yeah. I decided that I want to take as many intro classes my first two years as possible. Cause here at Grinnell, you don't, you don't, you're not required to, um, they're not required. You're not allowed to declare a major until your second semester, your second year. So I figured that if I can't declare a major yet, I might as well take as much time as I need to explore every single possible crevice of my interest I possibly can. But you still have a good idea about what your major you want it to be. Yeah, I'm generally leaving. I, I mean, I had less of an idea than I thought when I left high school. Um, what's funny is that couldn't believe one of the things I couldn't believe is that I actually uh, thought I was going to major in political science when I left for high school, left high school for college. Right. And it took like less than a month to change my mind because I was learning so much in like the sociology course and learning a lot in um, my St. George course, which is um, based on religious studies. So I decided from there I should do a little bit more exploring to find somewhere I really want to be. Huh. But you still got plenty of time to make up your mind. I do, and yeah. that's awesome for me because I mean that's just, that's just more exploring and more learning I can do and figure out where I want to major by the time I get to my uh, second semester next year. Right, and I know this for sure, Griffin. That whatever you pick, you are going to be successful with because you're a hard worker and you know how it goes. You're going to be great. I, I appreciate that. Thank you. Tell um, me, it will take hard work no matter what I do. Oh, for sure. Tell me one of the things you really miss about high school. Sports. Yeah. Um, I'm not involved, and I was involved with like a manager for the football team, but um, I, I'm not a college athlete, and uh, even then, it wouldn't be the same if I were. But one thing I really miss high school, and I want to tell people on the podcast who may be listening, is to cherish all the time you can in your sports. I was a wrestler my entire life, and I played football from sixth grade up, and I noticed a lot this season how I really missed playing football and I really missed wrestling. Um, I'm glad for the time I had, and I know that, you know, it's it, it, like, it's time, you know, everyone reaches that point eventually, but I want to say that to all you're still in sports to cherish the time you have, because you're really going to miss it when you're gone. That's pretty good advice. You know, it really yeah. is. I was just talking to the seniors, you know, that second semester you have, which is what we just started goes so fast. You know, your senior year, and they all look at me like, yeah, 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 and then it flies I by. I should mention that I also really miss band as well. Oh, you're just saying um, that because I'm doing this. No, I'm not, actually. Like, <laughs> I was, I'm just kidding. I, I, I mean, I, I try to mention it, but, like, um, I felt like a fool for not saying it, too. But, like, yeah, I have. <laughs> I've been trying to keep up a little bit with um, my saxophone after I yeah. left. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not the same I've been because I haven't really been involved in any musical groups on campus. Right. Hopefully, that might change because I've been – I plan on trying out for a jazz band March. Yeah. Well, that's great. That's great news. Um, mm-hmm. Tell me some things that you've been doing over break here when you've been back in Alito kind of past the time. I've been doing a lot of reading actually. And this has actually really surprised me because I was not really one to do a lot of leisure reading when I was in high school other than maybe like reading the news or maybe, um, or like reading some short non-fictional articles or maybe a few peer review articles. But I've been doing a lot of like longer reading, like, reading whole books and it's like it was a lot that I couldn't really do while still dealing with the long eight to three days in, in high school. Um, when I, so I didn't really have like time on the weekend to do anything. I started like 
sick of a habit of like reading books that some of my friends recommended to me. Like, um, I read a book by Albert Camus named um, The Plague, yeah. and it was really good. And it kind of got me back into some of this leisure reading that I haven't done in a long time. And I've been doing a lot of reading over break. Well, that's good that you enjoy that. I thought you might pick up the podcast thing again and do your own podcast and, and do some more president information ones that you did for us. Yeah. Um, the um, Scarlet and Black, our student, student, student newspaper, actually has a podcast. Oh, really? Here and there always hiring for people to um, to either like help with the editing process or hosting. Um, I didn't do a whole lot of editing when I was part of the podcast club. So if a hosting position ever comes up or that's yours. Someone lined up, probably going to jump on it as soon as it comes up. Yeah, you should. That'd be great. Mm-hmm. Well, listen, Griffin, it's so great to talk to you. And uh, I just wanted to give everybody an update on what Griffin was doing. And uh, so thankful that he was able to come in today and, give us an update on him and uh, we're so proud of you griffin you keep up the good work okay thank you you bet griffin kernan everybody hello everyone and to our student interview part of our podcast I'm introing for young Miles Showalter. Miles, how are you? Uh, I'm good. Can you speak up a little bit? Sure. I don't think he can. And he will be interviewing Isaiah Earl today. Isaiah, how are you? Uh, I'm great. Thanks for having me. See, that's how you're supposed to sound, Miles. My bad. Get to the microphone. Okay. <laughs> and get the. Oh, that's my mask on the that's, microphone. Yeah. That's a bad sound. Yeah, it is. I'm not editing that out either. Do you like that KN95 mask? No, it's extremely uncomfortable. Why is it uncomfortable? Just because it's so tight? Yes. Yeah? Well, at least one of us is wearing our mask, right? Yeah. Isaiah. <laughs> All right, so interview young Isaiah. Go ahead. Okay, uh, so Isaiah, you came to high school, Mercer County. You are like sophomore year. Mm-hmm. All right, where were you from? Uh, I was from Eldridge, Iowa, originally. And uh, what school did you go to? I went to North Scott. Very country school there. We have kind of a connection. Because you don't probably remember, but I played at North Scott. Oh, you do remember, don't you? I do remember. Were you in junior high high when Tennis Hole played there? Yeah, I would have been in eighth grade when you guys came over. Yeah, and you said that guy's from Alito. No, you didn't even know who I was then. Um, I think I went to my dad, and my dad was like, no, that's Rusty. And I was like, oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. That was a fun day. Yeah, I remember being at that gig and we're just on the gym floor in front of a junior high and they invite the junior high to come down and dance and everybody comes out of the stands and I'm like, oh no, this is going to be bad. And I didn't know if we were going to live through that. No, it was hectic. Yes. (laughs) I I wasn't even sitting on the bleachers. I was sitting on the gym floor to the right. I was like right in front. You could have got trampled. I could have. I stayed out of the way, though. <laughs> what other questions do you have for Isaiah, Miles? I have, I have quite a few. Okay, go. <laughs> um, so we're in a band together. Uh, mm-hmm. Most people know about. Um, so you play guitar. When did you start that? Uh, I started playing guitar five years ago. What type of music were you first getting into? Probably pop rock, classic okay. rock around that time. You're shaking your head. Why is that? It's fine. No. no, 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 no. Isaiah and I argue about music that we like because we have very different tastes. But he's, I mean, he'll get there someday. Hmm. Tell me, like, your favorite band of all time. Ooh, my favorite band of all time? He's going to say John Mayer or something. <laughs> no. Or, or artist. That's fine. Well, artist-wise, I'd say Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. Uh, band-wise, I'd probably say Foo Fighters. Hey, now, I can deal with that that's very good does your band do any foo fighter tunes we we do yeah yeah we do play some Uh, foo fighters occasionally (laughs) like everlong's interesting we kind of got it down we've done everlong and the pretender Mm -hmm. the pretender's hard the pretender's very hard because it's just so fast especially because isaiah doesn't want to scream the vocals (laughs) and i have to do it and i end up not being able to speak are you singing a little bit yeah Oh, this is going to be interesting. Because we do a few parts. There's some harmony parts in some of them that I do. Tell me tell me the name of the band. 
the band name is Bonafide Vendetta. Whose idea was that? Um, I think I, I came up with Vendetta. I wanted it yeah. originally to just be Vendetta. Okay. I thought that was t- and really I, cool. I liked Bonafide because it means original, and I thought huh, that's kind of funny because we're a cover band. <laughs> Bonafide Vendetta. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you, listen, your marketing is on, on, yeah. What we, do I want to say? We have on point. On point. That's what I was looking for. Yeah. Sorry. We, we have uh, an Instagram, uh, TikTok, we have a Facebook, and soon to, we're probably going to get a, um, YouTube. Just a channel for you guys. Yeah, just mm-hmm. a channel so we can upload some stuff. We have, I, a, we have a SoundCloud too. I've ordered a shirt. I ordered it a while yeah, ago. Yeah, I know. That's <laughs> We're not involved in that. That's This is some controversy. It's, yeah, very controversial. Okay. <laughs> Talk to Robbie Holtzlack. I can't wait to get my shirt. <laughs> mm-hmm. I see some clothing out there though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I see some hoodies and things like that. So that's kind of cool. Um, I could keep asking you about the band. Yeah, that's fine. Like what... What type of music would you tell somebody like me that you play? Uh, Cover-wise, we kind of do an all-around. Yeah. We have, like... We got stuff from, like, Dire Straits to, like... We've done Slipknot. Done Luke Combs. Yeah. Put some country in there. It's okay. very diverse. Mm-hmm. Very. What Dire Straits tune do you do? Um, we've done Money for Nothing. That's a good tune. Uh, wa- we were going to do Walk of Life. Mm-hmm. 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 That's but another good one. TJ never learned the keyboard <laughs> <laughs> Um, have you played any gigs yet? No, we're, uh, we do have a gig though on, uh, June 30th, June 30th. Yeah. Band shell. And that gig, that date will stay mm-hmm. by the way. Okay. I just got mm-hmm. notified today that so because I just said it. You did. Air. Yeah. <laughs> so June the 30th in the band and, shell, um, I have booked you to play. I think Angelina talked to odd Betty's or something. We might play on the roof. Oh, that's sounds cool. safe. It's, yeah. We're, That's cool. And uh, we're talking to, we're going to play at Cheers when they get the, their like permit thing so we can play there. So that's going to be fun. I don't think people know who's all in the band. Probably should know. say something yeah. like that. So both of you boys are in there. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then who else? Uh, we have Travis Parker. And, uh, he's uh, our drummer. We have TJ Burns. He's our pianist. And we have Angelina Miller as another guitarist. I don't know TJ Burns. Uh, yeah, he's a, a good friend of mine. We go way back. And where is, is he from here or where is he? Um, no, he's back up in Eldridge. He was oh, really? sitting next to me when we were watching you. Really? Actually. Okay. So, mm-hmm. history. Well, having a keyboard player opens up a lot of stuff. Oh, yeah. You know, so that's good. Like, yeah. name me a song that you played immediately when you had him. Um, it was your song, wasn't it? Yeah, the one that we it have would on, be my original song. The one that we have on SoundCloud. Yeah. Talk a little bit about originals. You wrote a song. What's it called? Um, it's called All the Good Things End. It's a oh, that sounds like a really <laughs> happy song. All the Good Things End. You wrote the lyrics. You wrote the music. Everything. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you like it. Oh, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> of course so, you do. Well, like one day we decided we were really kind of bored at practice. And I was like, why don't we just try and add some parts to Isaiah's song? So I played it on a Bluetooth speaker and we just kind of mm. all added it and then made a masterpiece. Made, yeah, it's pretty. So pretty does easy. Miles get writing credit for any of that? I mean, we all technically do. Yeah, they all right. wrote their own part. Yeah. Modified it. So like in the legends of music, this is where the arguments begin. Mm-hmm. You know, when you get the hit, and you yeah. said you'd put everybody's name on it, but you don't. You just put yours. Mm. Well, and then you make the royalties, and these guys don't. We got another one that we've been playing. We put it on our Instagram to see what people thought about it. It's it's another one of Isaiah's. It's pretty decent so far. So if anybody wants to listen to this yeah, stuff, you can go and watch videos on Instagram or, pretty, or SoundCloud yeah, and we, watch that. Yeah. We pretty regularly post, like, Instagram reels and stuff like that. And, uh, yeah. That's awesome. Random videos. How many originals do you have? Um, Two, almost three now. Well, that we've played, that, yeah. that I've made about eight, I want to say, mm-hmm. and a ninth one that we all just wrote mm-hmm. recently. What's the toughest part about it? I, it's hard to write a song. It's, it's hard because when you've got like an idea on the chords you want to play, you play them and you're like, oh, crap, this is another song. You and think you ha- it's yeah. trying to be original. You have mm-hmm. to make right. it a little different. Yeah, I still think 
you know, if your lyrics and rhythms are different, mm -hmm. it's still going to be okay. There's only so many chords in the world. You're going to yeah. be the same as something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I had a band in high school and we never attempted any originals Muppet that weren't a joke. Muppet we had a couple joke ones. Muppet babies on asses. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> and, um, I'm talking about your band. That you had when you <laughs> Muppet babies on. Acid. No. And yeah. <laughs> it was fun. It was some of the best memories of my, my high school was being in that band. And I was the singer cause nobody else was stupid enough to sing. Not that it's stupid, but mm -hmm. you know, and we had a great guitar player and had all these guys. I'm still friends with those guys today. And Scott it's just, Whitehall, wasn't it? yeah. And yeah. it's just interesting that every one of us stuck with music mm -hmm. in our lives. You know, whether I teach it or whether my friend Clint still plays at home every night and sends me Snapchat videos all the time. And um, he was playing uh, Careless Whisper oh, on his guitar the other night. And then it was Losing My Religion on his mandolin. Mm. You know, mm. so he's always playing. Mm -hmm. Scott, of course, plays in all kinds of bands. And it's just crazy. You guys will keep this with you forever. Mm -hmm. You know, you really will. It's really something so we, else. We got the studio at Isaiah's house. I, oh, you, you're so lucky. I, well, it's cool because we have, I, I didn't know that Isaiah had a studio at all. And he's like, come to the studio. We can practice and stuff. I was like, what are you talking about? Mm -hmm. I thought we were just going to like go in his basement. And then I walk into his garage and there's like a sound booth and everything and like a board. And I was like, oh. And uh, we like right after that, we're like, we got to modify it and paint it and put a logo on it. So we took all, <laughs> there was a bunch of shelves with like movies because they rated a bunch of like family videos. Three family videos went out of business and we rated all their shelves. Oh my gosh. So there's a bunch of shelves with movies and toys. So we took everything out of the room, stripped it and painted it all black. Painted about 14 hours straight. With parent permission, of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I had about like 40 <laughs> minutes of sleep. Miles didn't sleep the I didn't whole sleep day. at all. I he, was awake for 38 hours. That's not good. No, it's it not. Was, but we did get it done and recorded a song at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> we recorded the song. You guys are so morning. lucky. We recorded and we we just played in basements and garages and well, junky places. We had, so. we had Brennan record it for us because he, mm -hmm. he was back from Michigan uh, for Christmas. So I was like, hey, you want to come record some stuff? And he said, yeah. It, our payment in return was he wanted an entire Casey's pizza. <laughs> so we gave him a whole pepperoni pizza to eat. And then um, he wanted a video of him and Travis playing um, uh, Iron Man. Yeah, he, they were playing Iron Man <laughs> and like sea tuning. I hope that Brennan goes on to be like a great producer and he's mm -hmm. going to tell the story on his own podcast about the first time I ever recorded a band. My it, payment was a Casey's pepperoni pizza. <laughs> it was so funny because... Um, there's a part where Isaiah's just playing a few chords and then he throws in like a little ad lib and he wanted to play it straight and he was playing it. And every time he would go to the ad lib, a few strings would ring out and Brendan would just go. <laughs> <laughs> Put his head oh, to his hands like that. Yeah, he would. He, he did not like it's it. It's not easy. It's not easy it, recording. It's not. It's, it's it, very difficult. It took us a long time too also because Travis didn't show up. <laughs> we, have a, we have a band joke that Travis never shows up. He's always late. It is hilarious. That's because he'll be like, all right, because he, I put on my phone in my memos, like, Travis isn't busy this week. And then when he says, sorry, guys, I can't make it, I'll be like, <laughs> I'll send him the memo and say, like, article point one five six. you said you weren't busy. You know, you guys are all in theory with mm -hmm. me. Mm -hmm. How much do you, I mean, maybe it doesn't help at all. How much do you think yeah. it helps in songwriting and things like that? I mean, you're not looking at each other going, hey, it's in the key of B flat, dummy. That's two, two flats. You know, you're not doing that. But I can say where I was last year when I took mm -hmm. theory from where I am now is a huge upgrade. Right. I think, like, the different, like, when we play the scales and stuff, the different scale shapes on, like, the bass kind of helps, like, because if I'm thinking, oh, we're playing in the key of D, I need to go to here to get to the five. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And that's why scales are so important. I mean, it really is because then, you know, it's like wax on wax off from karate kid. He's teaching him something that he doesn't know that he's going to use. And then you put it all together. Yep. You know, your muscle memory of your hands goes mm -hmm. to those spots because of the scales. Like I've gone from, I think, cause I didn't, I started playing bass not that long ago. Right. And, um, yeah, I've gone from sitting there, like looking at my headstock over and over to now I can just kind of look into the music and, yeah, I think that's useful. <laughs> Isaiah, I've, oh, sorry, go ahead. I've bought plenty of, like, sheet music for the band because, like, that definitely helps. Yeah, to have some kind to of have, form. To have something written down 
to mm-hmm. look at so you're not all over the place. Right. Isaiah, you had a gig like in the fall. August, yeah. Where did you play again? Uh, I played at um, the barn. Yes. Dance. And that was during antique days, mm-hmm. right? It was. That was a big deal for you. That was fun. Yeah. And so it was just you. It was just me. And a microphone and your guitar. Mm-hmm. How scary was that? Um, I wasn't really too scared. I picked songs that I kind of knew I could do really well. Wonderwall. I did not play Wonderwall. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you knew you had your family there. Mm-hmm. So somebody was going to clap. Yeah. Right? That, that helps. And too. then at the end, you actually got paid. I Tips. Tips. And paid on, which I always tell kids, it's like when you get paid for the first time to play, it's like the greatest thing in the world. Mm-hmm. Because I still can't believe that people pay me to play because I'm having so much fun. You know, and you meet a lot of people and you play and it's just so much fun. The band, like we like to go uh, like rand- on random nights. Angelina will text the group chat and be like, hey guys, do you want to go like bar hopping and try and <laughs> yeah. find like, no, find like bars to like, um, see if we can play there. And I was like, sure. So we went to Mathersville one day. Bad idea to begin with. <laughs> so we go to Mathersville and Angelina's like Ford Explorer thingy. And we go and we come out and her key had broken on her way out. We, don't, we didn't know what was wrong with it at first. We're like, okay, it's fine. We'll just go in. We talked to the people. They were showing us like they're building a new room or whatever to right. play. It was a whole like studio type dealio. And we're like, oh, that's cool. We played darts for a little bit. And then when we walked out, Angelina tried to start her car. It started for two seconds and then would cut out. It was bad. And we didn't know what was going on. And then we realized when she pulled the chip out, the black piece had came out and the chip flew out. Uh-oh. So we were stuck in Stranded in Mathersville. There's a song. That was That's a song. <laughs> yeah, it was interesting. Uh, going back to getting paid <laughs> while doing it. You don't get paid for this podcast, <laughs> by the way. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> like, it's great. Like getting paid, you know, yeah, of course, for doing something that you love. But I think what's even better is getting your music out there in the first place. Yeah, having people hear your originals and being like, I really like that. Okay. Like I all these big artists, they'd be charging, I don't even know, $300 a ticket. Well, I mean, I'd be like, five, come on in, <laughs> you know. I just want to get my music out Donation. there, have people here. And if we were to be able to have any of those big artists call in, or let's say Margot Price, who's mm-hmm. from here. Mm-hmm. You know, how many years did they play those those gigs? You know, a long time before they got lucky enough mm-hmm. to have people like one of their originals. Yep. And, of course, they had to play covers and all that. And I'm in a band that plays all mm-hmm. covers. And we that's what we do, and mm-hmm. people love it, whatever. But it is, you know, mm-hmm. cool to have originals. Yeah. I think it's really great that you guys are doing that. Bonafide Vendetta. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can, uh, our Instagram, it's what, Bonafide underscore, underscore Vendetta. Vendetta. Yeah. For some reason, the name was taken. Really? It was like, I think it's some like, it was like a weird uh, li- weightlifting group in Mexico or oh something. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you guys will get sued by them. Oh, man. I hope not. And then you'll no. have to change your name. You'll have a hit, and they'll want a piece mm-hmm. of it. Yep. Our, I mean, what are we going to do against Mexican wrestlers? <laughs> That's, <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You guys I mean, are dead meat. They, yeah. don't have, they don't have our logo, so our logo is pretty They cool. got muscle, though. Is the shop closed? Can you still buy merch? Or you just wanted to get, because you were we just, pretty going, you, we were you went at of, it pretty heavy after before mm-hmm. Christmas. Yeah, we did kind of like a burst of just like, we're doing this. I think at some point, me and Isaiah were talking about making shirts for our first gig or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then we can have a little table set up or something with like five, ten dollars a shirt or something like that. You need to make money on the shirts. Yeah, <laughs> well, of course. I'm saying, like, I'll get, like, cheap shirts and put, like, our logo and, like, bleach the logo on there or something cool like that. Okay. There's an idea. hmm What other questions do you have for Isaiah, Miles? We've just kind of talked about yeah. the band the whole time. That, that's about it. <laughs> yeah. Isaiah, you are a senior. Mm-hmm. And you will be graduating here in May, and I believe we just named the date. The 15th. The 15th. What mm-hmm. I- are your future plans? Oh, man. <laughs> I was trying to avoid this question. Yeah, you get it all the time, don't yeah, you? Yeah, I do. Um, I really want to stick with music mm-hmm. no matter what I do. You know, music is what I like to do. It's what I think is fun. I want to get paid for it, of course. <laughs> the tricky thing is is paying the bills. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the tricky part. And 
you know, there's a lot of guys, those weekend warriors that have their full-time job during the day. And then at night they play, you know, it's busy, but they do that. Mm-hmm. It's just tough because you're out late, you know, and you get those relationships. The Quad City music world is such a great world. And I've been out of it here for a little bit because we've been on break because of COVID and all that. They're so kind, you know, when you need something or where you have a, uh, oh, something bad happened and you need a fundraiser and everybody mm-hmm. plays for you and all that. That's great. So in order to get, you know, you just get yourself in there and start playing. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of young kids um, that play, you know, that far out 283 band that plays. Um, that kid's from New Windsor and he's really a great, great oh, yeah. guitar player. That's Levi. And he's really great. And the drummer I've known since he was a little kid. So get yourself into that and mm-hmm. start playing gigs and go to open mics, you know, because they are hosted. And play your originals. Yeah. You know, and don't be nervous. Just go do it. Yeah. I don't think you don't get that nervous. I mean, it's good to have a little nerves going on, but you're not that nervous. I say um, no. Even for our last music theory concert, when my song was a couple keys higher. Yeah. We <laughs> <laughs> you took it. Sometimes was, you just, oh, God. Can't mess up. When that you're, did happen. Didn't that it? did happen. And Miles fixed it. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, you kind of fixed it. I couldn't figure out what key you had it in. I I'm know. It was my mistake. I'll own up to it right now. And you can't really anything you're on there live on the stage you can't I know. Just stop and that happens when an old man forgets are we good i think so why don't you thank isaiah for being here thank you so much oh, thank isaiah. you thanks for having me y'all mm-hmm. thank you isaiah and if you want to go to instagram and listen to bona fide vendetta go do it feel free <laughs>